Hello, you are tuning in to the Progmania podcast. I'm your host, Ryan Brumlick, and today we have Sam Trudeau, formerly from the progressive metal band Apollyon. Hey, Sam, how's it going? Hey, how you doing? I'm doing, doing pretty good, pretty good. Good, good. Just, just chilling. Have a good night good. last night. Oh, yeah, got a little rowdy. A little, little heavy on the whiskey, but... You know, a little, right. little dickered. A little dickered. Feeling all right now. Had a dad's root beer on the way here and feeling fine. A dad's root beer is actually that's pretty good. Mm-hmm. Well, Have you ever dance. mixed it with uh, like uh, like whiskey and root beer? Oh yeah. oh yeah, all about it. Yeah, hard root beer and whiskey, super dicked. Yes. Always good. Very fatherly. All right, so going on from that, um, we're gonna st- kick off the episode with a album review. Um, talking about Nero DeMarte's new album, Derive. Uh, what did you think of it compositionally, like overall? Like, uh, compositionally, it was it was good. It was great. It's I don't know. It's almost like a like a movie soundtrack. I want to say it's not so straightforward like riffs like Pantera or anything like that. But yeah, it has like a huge atmosphere yeah, to huge, it, like soundscape kind of thing. Yeah, I, I really liked the drums and just like the overall feel of yeah. the album. It was like kind of orchestral yeah. almost. That's how it felt. It was like an orchestra pretty much. It's crazy. And yeah. listening to that uh, album with headphones on, there's just like so much like stuff going yeah. on all the time. Totally an album you want to like listen to yourself or like by yourself with headphones or just like cranked up. Just, yeah. Just like concentrate on the whole thing basically. Just get lost in it kind of. Yeah, you got to take it all in. And mm. there's, like, parts where, like, you can easily, like, rock out to it. Oh, yeah. Like, uh, there's this track called, uh, I, I think it's pronounced Leclise. It's the first track on mm-hmm. the album where yeah. it's, like, a huge atmospheric track. And then at the end, like, it just has, like, a huge swell yeah. into, like, this awesome riff that you can just, like, rock out to. It's really heavy and... Mm. definitely headbangable yeah and it uh, goes everywhere yeah yeah and it, it has like really great use of dynamics during that part yeah. too it just keeps getting bigger and bigger for it's, sure they do a lot of that like ride out a groove and just like see how big you can get and see where you can take it kind of thing yeah like all the layers and shit going on yeah and we'll uh give you a second to listen to this this is uh the track Lequise. Just a little 10 second snippet. Alright, and then uh, in the album, uh, what did you think of the musicianship overall? Uh, everything was good, all tight. The drums were ridiculous. Guitars were not super shreddy, but at the same time sometimes they were but real good yeah the guitarists did what they really needed yeah. to do like they just added yeah. to it really yeah. and there's so many like guitar layers and everything layers of everything yeah just it's thick. really well thought out yep yeah sure. like sometimes less is more and sometimes more is more yeah it's all yeah. about like just finding and they show the it right all. time to do yeah, it they yeah do it all there's plenty of parts where there's plenty going on more is more but then there's some parts where it's just simple groove could be like two notes just laying on them but yeah and that's what it's really yeah, all about right in this album, out, yeah. it's just you know mm-hmm. creating that atmosphere and just 
really much. getting people stuck in the groove. Yeah, get lost in it. Yeah, like I, I felt like uh, another really good track for that was uh, it was El Divulo. Yeah, that's the one I was listening to on the way here. Yeah, it's it starts off like with a really heavy groove to it, and yep. then it just keeps building and building. Yeah. And and then it like finishes off with like a crazy like high pitched squealing guitars over a really yep. atmospheric riff and yeah, it's weird. It's weird stuff. Definitely a weird way of approaching. Like, how everything. do you think the guitarists even like do that? It, I have no idea. Like, how do you even like think of? I don't know. It's like, kind of like composing or like movie soundtracks. So it's just weird, like. I don't know, sounds, not sounds, but kind of sounds that make you feel something. Yeah, that, I don't know. It was Weird. just so many. Uh, so like I'm pretty hair. sure, like, what they did was they would just take, like, guitar harmonics and yeah. do, like, you know, those really high pitched bends with the whammy bar pretty and kind of dive. Yeah. And they just had, like, a thousand layers of that. Which by itself would be like kind of annoying, but yeah, but <laughs> in the context, they it sounds it really yeah, yeah. They make it work really yeah. good. There's a lot of crazy shit going on with the guitars that by themselves are just sound ridiculous, but with everything together, it's awesome. Yeah. So uh, now we'll give you a chance as listeners to check it out, and play a little sample for you. And uh, going on from that, um, were the tracks appealing to you vocally? Uh, yeah, it's uh, the vocals were good. It wasn't. It's not like yelling a message at you. I don't know. Not like Metallica or anything like that. Is they kind of just add more to the atmosphere. It's they're different. It's different vocals, but they're good. I like them. Yeah, he has like a really kind of Italian yeah. almost tone yeah. to his voice. It's yeah. it's something else. Like uh he does like a lot he does a lot of like the death metal y kind of screaming and growling, but in a way where it's like you know, it's like tonality to it. There's tone yeah. to it. It's yeah. like singing and screaming yeah. at the same there's time. There's also melody to it. Yeah, and then there's some parts where he's just, like, straight singing, pretty much, yeah. which is kind of a little different for the genre. Um, and, it, yeah, he just took the death metal growl and just did something really different yeah. with it, and it really added dynamic to the music. Yeah. He's, yeah. Got a lot of different stuff, but it's really good. It's not thrown out, like, hooks or like catchy lines or anything there's no like choruses with like the vocals or anything so no no which is good i like it yeah it's all done they, very tastefully totally to the music yeah it all works together perfect yeah and um so how do you think the album compares to like their previous release well actually i didn't hear their the album before this one so couldn't tell you for sure but i'm sure it's an improvement oh yeah definitely um i, I thought it. it was a big improvement from the latest release mm. so 
It's still a good release. I'd recommend that you and like the listeners like check it out mm-hmm. because it's a very different approach to prog music and just like death metal music in general. Yep. And I, I think yeah, they I'm bring def- a lot to the table for sure. Definitely gonna check it out. Yeah. All right. So now moving on, um, we're gonna talk about uh, Sam's new band. Um, this is a band that is just kicking off, right? Like you guys are in the beginning stages yeah. pretty much. Yeah, pretty much. Like we don't even have a whole song demoed or anything. Just a couple riffs. We've got together a couple times and jammed a little bit. Just throwing ideas together. See if we can come up with something. Yeah, I think it'll be uh, really interesting because the band you were in, uh, Apollyon, before had some like really interesting guitar stuff going on. Mm. Uh, especially in uh, the song Barrett that I've heard, it, it, which was released, uh, I think, about three, four yeah. years ago or yeah, something like that. Four years ago, about. Yeah, there's some really cool yeah. harmonies and solos in that song. So, yeah. Yeah, and uh, I'll just give you listeners a second to listen to that. I'll just give you like a little example. All right, so you are currently working on a new project. Uh, what is the writing process like for that? Do one of you come to practice with a new song written and then the band learns it, or do you all just kind of jam on things and see where it goes? Well, uh, me and the other guitar player, Garrett, we've, we've been like talking about starting some for a while, so we've had a couple riffs. He's written some things, and uh, I've written a couple riffs that we just kind of laid down and never really messed with but then i'd recently just wrote another one and demoed it out kind of and sent it out and uh everyone really liked it so we're kind of just learning that like i sent him tabs for it we use guitar pro and i sent him that and so he's learning that but otherwise yeah we usually just come up with our own riffs and teach everybody one way or another all right on Mm. Um, so as I said before, uh, I know the band is kind of in the early stages yet, but is there any vocals put to any of the sections you guys have written as of yet? No vocals yet that I know of. None of our stuff is really long enough or thought out enough to really put vocals on it yet, but leaving that part to Zach or whoever, whoever wants to do vocal stuff. Oh, okay. So, uh... Are you planning on having Zach early in the band? Yeah, I think so. Yeah, yeah, he's got he's got a great voice, really good guttural tone, and yeah, uh, I'm in a band with uh, Zach, a, a, as you know, um, called Erroneous, and he's got really good tone for death metal and just prog metal in general. So I think he'd be a really good fit for the music that you guys got going on. And for you guys who haven't heard Zach's voice, uh, I'm gonna play a little snippet for you, just to for you to get a feel. All right, and uh, do you at all use um, software such as Guitar Pro or recording programs like Pro Tools to record and bounce ideas off one another? Yep, I use Guitar Pro for most of my riffs. Like, usually I'll come up with a riff 
if I do it on guitar, I'll like pretty much tab it out on Guitar Pro, or else I'll take notes from it and kind of throw them into Guitar Pro, mess around, like come up with weird shit if I want to come up with something weird. But yeah, yeah, use Guitar Pro for that kind of stuff and sending it to other people. But Garrett, the other guitar player, doesn't have Guitar Pro, so I have to makes it a like make hard. tabs or yeah <laughs> or he'll come over and like work on the guitar pro like look at it on my computer or else <laughs> damn it uh, garrett yeah <laughs> damn it <Garrett's> right <laughs> and then i got Get reaper. your shit together garrett yeah and then i use <laughs> reaper to just record like demos and superior drummer for drums and just plug my amp into my computer it's got a usb thing so yeah, is, is reaper pretty easy to use yeah like, yeah reaper's super easy it's got like everything you need it runs all the vsts i've used i have like easy mix and easy drummer and superior drummer and all those things and works perfectly for all that there's no like lag when i record that's awesome i wanted to basically i've been trying to record my own like demos for like a while and i can't like figure any of it out dude it's nuts i i don't know yeah i don't know the first thing about recording Mm. it takes a while but once you find out some shortcuts and what you got to do lay out a template like that's what i do i have like a template ready so it's got like a bass track guitar tracks drums like all ready to go so i just open it up and start recording shit on it yeah that's awesome do you use like uh di's a lot or yeah my amp amp that i got to yamaha uh thr it's like one of those new little practice amps and it's got a usb so it has a wet signal and a DI, which so you can record like distortion sound and a DI if you want to reamp or put it through guitar software or whatever later. So it's kind of nice. Yeah, that's pretty awesome. Those yeah. Yamahas sound pretty sick too. Yeah. Actually. yeah, it's like best practice amp for sure. Sounds better than most people's like stacks that I've heard. Yeah, and uh, so. You sent me a recording of like a little snippet of some material. Is that the yeah. Yamaha you use in that sample? Yep, that's just the. Pretty sure that's the wet signal from the Yamaha. Just no DI. I didn't use any like guitar software, so yeah. That's just awesome. Straight into it. All right, so I'll, I'll give the listeners a chance to listen to this new sip snippet of some material that Sam and the band has been working on, and little sample of you know how the Yamaha amp actually sounds so here we go all right so we're gonna move on to this next segment um it's more so about your guitar playing technique um how many years have you been playing guitar uh since seventh grade so uh, almost 10 years i suppose something like that dang that's a long time a little while yeah yeah it's almost uh almost a decade there definitely like eight years for sure holy crap yep too long (laughs) what kind of so what kind of guitar do you play i have a agile it's a ab3000 i think is the model it's a baritone. It's got a 28-inch scale, so... That's long for yeah, this. super long. It's, like, almost to a bass, but the string <laughs> tension is, like, ridiculous, and it sounds so good. I got a... You need that snap, too. Yeah, yeah. And I got a 
Seymour Duncan distortion in the bridge and no neck pickup because I don't really do the, too much leads or anything. So, yeah, that's what I'm rocking. The old oh, so you just lead. Oh, that's interesting. So you just have no neck pickup in at all? It's no, just... I think there's some in there, but it's not wired at all. All I got is a volume knob and no tone knob or anything. I don't need to mess with oh, that. That's weird, dude. Yeah. I didn't know that. Yeah, I had everything. Like, there is two humbuckers and a bunch of knobs, but I just took it all out and only got my volume knob and my one humbucker. Oh, dude, right on. Yeah. <laughs> All about it. That's cool. Um. Uh. So, what amps do you use when you're like playing out? Um. Well, I have a Jet City, whatever it's called, the twenty watt something or other with a little tube screamer in front. That uh, so like a half stack, the Agnator cab, vintage thirties and whatnot. That was pretty good but i haven't played a show in a while so i don't know i want to i want to give this yamaha thing a try i want to like try it or try to plug it directly into the house see what happens yeah that thing but, is sick it, too. yeah it'd be interesting but usually i like to have a real amp on stage so probably yeah. the jet you think it'd be weird to like mic the yamaha live do you think probably. Just... <laughs> uh, it might sound good i mean i've heard them mic'd up before and they sound good but yeah it'd be weird i'd at least want to have a fake one so it doesn't look like a little toaster sitting behind me (laughs) like i i have a Roland cube 30 and i figured out how to get like some decent tones out of that thing and i was like this sounds like almost better than my half stack i should just like pretty much yeah that's how this yamaha (laughs) thing is like i don't even want to play like anything else yeah it's messed up because like i paid like maybe $200 for this little Roland amp yeah. and it's like kicking the shit out of my half stack as far as tone goes. And I'm like, what, what the mm. fuck? It's messed up. Yeah, pretty much. That Yamaha. <laughs> pretty much how it goes with the Yamaha. Just kicks ass. I don't even want to plug it into anything else. Yeah. <laughs> All right. So uh, you have a unique style when it comes to playing the guitar with some very clean, fast picking techniques. Um, what exercises do you do to get your picking technique up to high speeds while maintaining like clarity? Hmm. Well, uh, keep the gain not searing hot. Pretty much, I kind of like have a little cleaner on like the distortion, and I don't know. There's a couple exercises I learned from like Paul Gilbert and think the guy from uh overkill or something there's like a spider crawl technique that you can do it's like really good for alternate picking you go from like the e string to the g to the a to the b and like i don't know it's kind of messed up but it's like there's string a couple skipping little, kind of stuff yeah or what? yeah like string skipping just to like get control of like mm. where your strings are so you know like i don't know that kind of thing and then i use thicker picks like i've tried so many picks like hundreds of picks just trying to find like the right one and right now i got these they're smaller they're like a jazz three but they're made by diodario and they're they're a tiny bit bigger than a jazz three but they're really good they like help a thousand times i can't really play that well if i have like a thin floppy pick or like a big pick like full size or anything so super picky about like my string gauges and picks and I don't know, just having your guitar set up the way you like it so it plays nice. It helps a lot. 
Yeah, it's true. It's like my biggest issue. I just have like strings are too floppy. The action mm. isn't how I like it. Like I use like the John Petrucci like signature jazz three pick just yeah, because it has nice. like a polished yeah. like tip on it, mm-hmm. which really helps with like trend picking for me at least. Yep. And uh, the pick that you were talking about, that's a Diodario pick, right? Yeah. Is that that little blue one? Yep. Yeah, yeah. Those I've, things. I've messed around with those before. Those yeah. are good picks too. Yeah, it's also got like the gloss on the bottom and then the grippy top. So I never really drop them. Yeah, I might have to pick up a pack of those. Yeah, they're like three bucks. I think I got it at Hyde's in Green Bay. Three bucks for a bag of 12. 1.4 millimeter if you must know. Nylon. Yeah. That's not bad. (laughs) Yeah, those are nice. Yeah. All right. So uh, you have a great use of like unorthodox harmonies in the music that I've heard you write. Um. What is your approach to like harmonized guitar parts? Um, well, I don't know, they're tricky. I kind of suck at writing harmonies, but usually I just like tab out one side of it or one like riff. And then for the harmony, I'll just kind of like go through note by note and like try out different notes, I guess, until I find the one that I want or the sound I'm looking for. Cause I kind of suck. Like I don't, no music theory at all or scales or nothing so pretty much just gotta hunt for the one i'm looking for like if i can't just kind of get it right away just kind of go with the ear and yeah pretty much just go with the ear yep yeah that's a good approach Play it like if you're writing some really fast harmonized like slow it down so you can actually make sure the notes don't like clash yeah that's what i always do that's why guitar pro is such a good tool because i'll tab something out and i'm just like I don't want to do just a regular like you know minor third harmony right it's boring it's done too much yep so then i just like tab something out that i think would sound cool slow it down make sure it doesn't sound like totally garbage yeah yep that's like the riff the one that we played a second ago that has like no musical theory in it at all it's totally chromatic like just every note just like nothing <laughs> making sense but it sounds sick though where you put it works stuff. yeah yep yeah it's Which awesome to do with it yep all right so uh do you consider yourself more of like a rhythm guitarist or a lead guitarist or kind of a mix of both for sure rhythm guitarist i can play like kind of solos and leads but i don't need to or i don't know i'd rather not pretty much Cause especially with my guitar, cause it's baritone and like so long and all I got is my bridge pickup, so like they don't hard. sound that great, and it's kind of hard to play, cause like I don't, it's, my guitar's not made for leads and shredding and stuff, but yeah, mostly rhythm. I like the chunk. Yeah, the riff. chunk is good. The chunk and the riff, need it. All right, and uh, so we kind of touched on this a little bit. Um, so when you're writing, do you abide by like music theory or and like a strong use of scales at all when you're writing music, or do you just go off of what sounds good to you and what flows naturally, basically? Pretty much what sounds good and what's natural. But if I like, if I want to use a scale, I I won't know what it's called. I won't like have any idea what it is. But I'll take the notes <laughs> from it or like the notes I want to use, and like kind of put them in guitar pro and like come up with 
shit just using that just using those notes so in that way i guess i use music theory kind of but pretty much yeah. just by ear as long as you sound like you know what you're doing yeah it's good yeah <laughs> yeah all you gotta do is like listen to it make sure it doesn't sound like shit and yeah it's that easy just have a good ear for it pe- more people would do easier that. said than done for a lot of people yeah. but you know yeah it works pretty much um so which guitarist do you draw from for like inspiration like hmm. uh really like frederick of course from the sugar yeah he's awesome he's great dime bag forever he's the king like best of the best dime, dime bag Darryl. uh who else guy from surreption kills like i'm sure you could tell from that riff that i wrote uh campbell corpse pad from campbell corpse is the man uh i don't know there's a bunch but those are pretty much my dad's <laughs> my dad's yeah, I can tell a lot from your playing. Like, the writing style is very surreption esque and mm-hmm. kind of decapitated y. Yeah. Oh, yeah, too. decapitated for sure. Fucking Vog is the man. Yeah, that guy kills it. Yep. All right, so finally, do you have any tips for aspiring guitar players out there? Uh, practice and drink whisk. Drink whisk. Not before the show. <laughs> uh, yeah, I don't know. Just don't suck. Listen to yourself. <laughs> Keep that metronome on. Yeah, metronome <laughs> for sure. Get with that. I don't use one too much, but I need to. I mean, it is kind of annoying, Regret. but it's a must sometimes. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, get on that metronome game and just, I don't know, do what sounds good to you. Yeah. And don't steal other people's shit. Play something new. Yeah, there you go. Yeah. That's good advice. There Don't get go. sued. Yep. <laughs> Careful. All right. So this concludes today's Progmania podcast. Thank you for tuning in. And don't forget to tune in next week at progmania.com for another exciting podcast that will feature yet another local artist and album review. Stay classy, Green Bay. Progmania. 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 Progmania.